Welcome to Global One Media Stocks to Watch. I'm Michael Suido. We've got a really interesting conversation for you today with the CEO of Impact Analytics. They're working with artificial intelligence and using it to shake up the business of risk assessment, both for consumers and financial institutions. Eric Entz, welcome to the show. Thanks, Michael. Great to be here. All right, so I was doing some background research on your company, and I noticed that when you define your competitive landscape, you mentioned four companies, one of which is the big data business, Palantir Technologies. Now, Palantir has been one of the hottest stocks on Wall Street. It has a market valuation of more than 35 billion US dollars. Its share price has jumped some 160% over the past year. In fact, it just recently came out with some stellar earnings. So comparing yourself to Palantir, that's a pretty big claim to make but perhaps it's also a great way to gain more insight into your company. So tell us, how does Impact Analytics stack up when compared to Palantir? Yeah, so mentioning Palantir is a lot more aspirational um, in our eyes. In the same way that Palantir really takes what they do, your data analytics, and applies it to customers in a niche setting, um, rather than forcing a customer to fit their framework, that is where we're comparing ourselves. We have our platform of uh, risk assessment our, that is powered by AI. And what we're doing is we let customers and partners choose how to build rather than impose our build onto our customers. Interesting. So in addition to Palantir, another company that comes up in your competitive analysis is Pfizer. It focuses on the financial services technology and it has a market cap of about 85 billion US. Uh, do you have any concerns about going up against such big established companies? Uh, yes and no. I think that the world, the financial services world is in need of a bit of a shakeup. Um, I'm not saying that their systems are antiquated, but I do think that they're a little bit lagging behind the times in terms of how their risk assessment processes are done. Now, we're not only trying to stick in the financial services uh, financial services market. We want to be compared more to like uh, a HubSpot that understands and manages risk in the same way that uh, HubSpot says that they'll manage your business they're on a CRM, so it's a little bit different. We want to be able to plug into your business and completely manage risk from beginning to end. Your supply chain, your finances, dealing with partners, KYC, all that good stuff. So having them in the in the competitive landscape is just showing that we do know where we are playing, the sandbox we are playing in, um, but we think that there is a, a lot more applicability to what we're doing. All right, you mentioned know your client, know your consumer. Let's talk about your company's solutions. Your mission is to convert complex data into, quote, clear, actionable insights for smarter, more informed financial risk assessment. Tell us, how are you doing this? And what's the first product coming to market? So that's an exciting question because our products are actually coming to market um, in their MVP state within the next uh, week to two weeks, MVP, um, minimum viable product for, for those that don't know. For that particular solution, um, our platform is called Lana. Uh, and what we're doing with Lana in the same way that, I'll use the HubSpot reference again, can plug into a business and you can manage your, your workflows and everything from there. That's the same way that uh, Lana plugs into a business. It's a, it's a platform that allows you to, or allows our clients to a la carte choose what they would like to see represented and based on our based on our algorithm, we can manage risk in those channels proactively rather than reactively by identifying items in real time that might create uh, a pause to that workflow. Because at the end of the day, 
risk, a lot of risk is just a pause to a workflow. Now, when we speak specifically with uh, know your customer, know your business processes, these are extremely timely and can end up resulting in some some significant issues. Uh, if you didn't listen to my uh, first interview, the mortgage issue, a little bit of KYC issue there. Um, and a KYB process, again, this is this can take weeks to a month and cost thousands of dollars to perform. We want to, with our first offering from the Lana platform, we want to streamline these processes and really reduce the risk associated with them. All right. So Euro's business, one side is targeting uh, your products. One side is targeting businesses. Another side is targeting consumers. Uh, the product you just told us about, Lana, is on the business side. What are you all doing in terms of your products for consumers? Yeah. So Lana's the business side. Our consumer angled uh, product is called Credit Central. What Credit Central is, is a digital lockbox um, where all of your credit affecting transactions live. Um, and all of your personal identification, all that good stuff lives on private servers. We know with AI, there's a huge privacy concern, especially with, what, with what's kind of happening in the generative AI world. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a proprietary algorithm. It is built on private servers, um, so there's no privacy issues there. And it's just, if you think about a very sophisticated Dropbox, where all of those banking, financial records, any risky behaviors live, that is perpetually updated in real time, and it's continuously updated with more and more data to build a greater portfolio for consumers. Uh, how we're doing that and how we're targeting consumers there is we're partnering with some of your brick and mortar uh, businesses that do a lot of underwriting, your automotives, your mortgages, your loans, and uh, kind of hitting them from the top down. So all of your information in one place that's secure, always updated, uh, sounds like it'll be really quite useful. And you referenced your previous interview. I understand you had some problems when you went in and applied for a mortgage where, I don't know, maybe all the data wasn't there and they said no, and a product like this really would have helped out. It would have cut the time down. Maybe I still would have gotten a no, but it would have cut the time down significantly. Um, not often you put a 40% down payment down and still get a no, but it happened to me. Well, I think after your business takes off here, I don't think banks will be saying no to you anymore. Uh, let's talk about so, risk now. I mean, your business is still relatively new and there's always going to be challenges. Some predictable, others may come out of the blue. So you're a company that is dedicated to revolu excuse me, revolutionizing risk management. So how does a company that does this manage its own risk? Yeah, we face the same risks that every single startup company has ever faced. That being, we that being financial risk predominantly. Um, we're a small company, um, and we've gone through one raise thus far. The way we manage it is just being hyper proactive. We're an incredibly lean team. Our burn rate is not big at all, and we put all our money into development so we can get into launch. It's in the same way that we're trying to push proactivity onto our clients, that's just how we're managing risk uh, ourselves. It's just identifying it before it actually becomes an issue. All right, proactivity, I love that. I mean, that is a key to success, uh, looking out the horizon, planning ahead. It's a key to leadership. It's a key for businesses doing well. All right, let's look at investing now. If we take a look at Impact Analytics share price, it has skyrocketed since you joined the company in October. Uh, despite a four-for-one share split, which would normally depress prices, Impact Analytics shares have jumped nearly 10 times over the past four months, from about 17 cents a share in October to more than $1.60 today. Eric, what might you say to a skeptic who says that your stock has risen too far too fast? 
I think that the market shows that it likes what we're doing. We're putting out some, we're putting out some solid messaging. And as well, we're putting out our products. We are rolling out what we say we're rolling out. Um, it's taken time as all things do. We came into this as a build company, um, not as a in-flight company. So obviously there was some uh, some lagging time where we were building and messaging at the same time. But I think that uh, if skeptics just continue to follow the story, they'll see that everything we've said we're going to do, we are in the process of doing and releasing. All right. Do what you say you're going to do. And that in turn is going to bring in uh, good profits, presumably. That's the hope. Eric, it's been great speaking with you. Your company is on the cutting edge of artificial intelligence. In fact, I understand you're about to submit a provisional patent for a new product next week. So we wish you good luck with that and can't wait to hear more updates. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. I hope to talk soon. We've been speaking with Eric Enns. He's the CEO and the director of Canada's Impact Analytics. And you've been watching Global One Media's Stocks to Watch. I'm Michael Swido.